<laughs> uh, we're live now, but yes, I do live in like the hood. Um, that is the hood, the hood of Cedar Rapids. He's got a great neighborhood. I wouldn't even call that the hood isn't, at all. Isn't the hood uh, like, like ghetto V? Isn't that the hood? Two, uh, I got. I guess like five or six years ago, the apartment buildings just south of me were the location of the most amount of gunshots in all of Cedar Rapids. Uh, but no, it's gotten it's gotten so much better. So much better. That's good. I would buy like a well, park. Well, hello, everyone. And it's a, it's a whole thing. No. They've, they've, they've heard all of this, this whole conversation. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's all right. Great. That's a good way to start it. Welcome to Dandy Crisis, episode 121. Got a little bit of a special episode today. I'm excited for it. Excited to get into it. Uh, first off, how's everybody doing? Doing pretty good. How are you yeah. feeling? I feel fine. I still kind of sound like shit. I don't, I don't know if this scratchy voice is ever going to go away, but otherwise I feel fine. I'm a little bit tired. I'm making all the buns, all the buns, and all the pies. It's holiday week. It is Thanksgiving week. I think that you sound all that different from normal. Really? I Everybody yeah, at work keeps telling me I sound like shit. Sounds a, I feel mean. like he sounds a little raspy still, I, but yeah, I think totally Justin's normal. giving you shit. Uh, yeah, everybody, yeah, everybody's just being assholes. At least they don't tell me I look like shit. That would be a little bit different, but sound like shit I'm okay with. So Everybody have a good week? Everybody ready for Thanksgiving? Big Thanksgiving plans? No. Sort of. Sure. Yes, kind of. Yeah, maybe. No. Do you have yeah. Thanksgiving plans? Fuck no. <laughs> I have no plans. We do cousins and I we do Mexgiving. We make tacos every year. Hmm. That's what we do for Thanksgiving. Didn't you come nice. to Iowa last year? No. Or I haven't No, I haven't been with like family for Thanksgiving in fucking ten years. Or back when I lived in Cedar Rapids, I think we did, but that was it. So, yeah, not really. All right. Normally, the, also, this is the part of the show where I just brag about how awesome the Vikings are. We got beat 40 to 3 yesterday. 40 by, to 3. By the Giants? Did I hear that correctly? The Cowboys. 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 Which, which is worse. I would have uh, rather gotten beat 40 to 3. It was brutal. That sits next to me as a big Cowboys fan. Oh, God. And he didn't even talk any shit. Really? He so bad. Yeah, he's like... <laughs> he just felt bad? Yeah, he was like, I watched, like, the first quarter and half of the second, and then it was just such a brutal game that I went and meal prepped for the week. Oh, God, it was <laughs> So bad. he didn't even watch the ass beat. Him. Dude, it was bad. It was so bad. You, you know it's bad when it was on CBS, uh, Tony Romo and Jim Nance called the game. You know it's bad when halfway through the fourth quarter the game's not even over. They apologize to everyone watching and switch it to a different game. Like that literally happened. <laughs> they were like, like, we're really sorry, everyone. We thought this was gonna be a much more competitive game. Here's the Bengals game. Like it was What are bad. they doing? Just like laying down on the field or Dude, something? It, like what can you do to like say something like that right. to the point where like you don't need to watch this game yeah. anymore. It's <laughs> right. like it's clearly over. Oh, well, and the Vikings were eight and one going into that. Yeah, and that's what we're still eight and two. We're still eight and two. I'm not gonna fucking freak out yet. But now we no. got a fucking. We play Thanksgiving <laughs> night, so we only got four days to 
Get like Lions or something. Like I envision the rest of the season to be just loss, 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 loss. I don't think it can be. It can be. God damn it. We'll see. So, so in some sports, when they're like ahead, then they coast a little bit so that they like don't get injured or whatever. Is that a thing in football since there's like yeah. so few games? You know what? The Giants started coasting, or the Giants, the Cowboys started coasting, and they still scored like two more touchdowns. Even <laughs> after they were coasting, so it was bad, dude. It was real bad. Hmm. Ugh. But Thursday night, prime time, Thanksgiving night, that we're gonna bounce back. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Where are they playing? Uh, we play the Patriots. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right, let's kick off the show as we always do. With a listener question from Jacob. Hello, Jacob. Hi, Jacob. Hello, Jacob. Jacob says, who was the first person to see a turkey and say, I'm going to eat that on the third Thursday of every November from now until the end of time? Adam, what are your thoughts? Uh, a very organized, hungry individual. <laughs> Have you ever thought about, like, some of the foods know. we eat and go, who's the first person to do I, that? I will admit that, like, I'm sure if you, like, if people actually hunt and you go and look at these things in the wild, like, they're ugly as frick, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> a lot like, of the things you see in the wild, you know, mushrooms right. and, like, a lot of good, very good and edible things are disgusting looking sometimes. So like, who was the first person to pull a lobster out of the ocean and be like, yeah, I'm going to eat this fucking sea bug. Exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> and how many what? times it took them to finally prepare it correctly. Right, That's the other right. thing. Like someone, like I guarantee you someone didn't like cook it perfectly the first oh, time yeah. and be like, Oh yeah, this is what yeah. you got to do. Hey guys, when you get this thing out of the ocean, make sure you put it in a cast iron with a bunch of this butter. They, I don't know if you know how to make <laughs> yet, but a bunch of these herbs and like do it. And then it's money. But when you there boil was... it, it's going to scream. Don't be alarmed. It's, it's just fine. steam releasing. It's fine. It's fine. Uh... One could argue uh, trial and error over thousands upon thousands upon thousands of years yeah. and uh you know survival of the fittest so yeah. and now we know because <laughs> luckily people were smart enough to be like don't eat this do eat this and when people figure out do eat this we're gonna just figure out how to make it like amazing right. so there's a reason it's edible yeah at least once yeah <laughs> Uh, there's a reason why lobsters were prison food for generations, uh, where it was like the primary food for the U.S. prison system. Really? That sounds delicious. Uh, well, that's the I mean, thing. That's the is way it's like, prepared. If, yeah, I mean, yeah it's if just, you... It's protein and will keep you alive. <laughs> yeah, if if you cook it real shitty, it probably is like prison gruel, you know? Uh, right. Uh, Adam, you a turkey guy? Yeah, sm- gonna be smoking one uh, Wednesday because we're uh, hosting Thanksgiving this year on, oh, on Thursday. Go. So, so but, yeah, I've got one brining right now Ooh. and uh, getting ready for the smoker. So, white meat, dark meat, no preference. Dark meat, the fuck? Ooh, I disagree. White meat's disgusting. What? I mean, there's only a correct, re- and it's uh, it's amazing. So. We'll- We'll see where everybody else goes. I feel like I might be the outlier. Justin, what do you have to say about Jacob's question? 
Well, back in those days, I imagine that, you know, they had large families and turkey is a large bird. So they probably saw that as an easier means to cook and feed a large family. So logistically, it makes sense that they would pick a turkey. You know, you cook one or two of these versus 50 chickens. Right. (laughs) 50 chickens. Uh, Justin, white meat, dark meat, no preference. Uh, I prefer dark meat, but I don't think white meat is trash. I think dark meat's juicier. Mm-hmm. But I will eat either. I'm not picky on it. All right, fair enough. Uh, Josh, what about you? Uh, so to Jacob's initial question, Sarah Josepha Hale is is the is the person. Did you do a little uh, bit of research? I may have done research? some research. So the original Thanksgiving, they likely did not have turkey. Uh, in fact, there's only one account of anyone who referenced a turkey in that entire that entire thing, and they didn't even reference eating it, just that there was turkeys that existed in the area. Uh, geese were... They were just present, pecking away at the behind them. Well, just like, like not at, at the Thanksgiving, but just in oh, the area, like, uh, around the time. So goose was, like, the the big thing. Uh, at the time. So uh, it wasn't until I think it was 1863 and uh, Sarah uh, Sarah Hale was the um, editor of a magazine called Godie's Lady Book, uh, which is a really weird name, but it was like Civil War era. So like lots of weird shit around that time. But uh she specifically wrote a lot of recipes about turkey and uh, was a huge proponent for it becoming a nationalized uh, holiday because it was not recognized in the U.S. as a holiday up until Abraham Lincoln added it in that era. So the first person to eat a turkey... Like, that was way, way earlier. But the first person who was like, we should have a holiday every year where on the third Thursday of November and we should eat a turkey, Sarah Joseph Hale. I guess wouldn't it be Abe Lincoln, though, who Lincoln said, let's do it on these days? Well, but it, it was uh, right? who was the first person. But it was her idea. You know, yeah. It was her so idea. She, she, is, she did the inception. Lincoln was just like, fuck yeah, I hate those turkeys. Uh, Oh, wait, I love these turkeys, so I want to eat them? He loves eating them, them, but also is perfectly fine with murdering them. And Uh, I will take your money every year so you can go hunt them. That's a recreational sport. I did zero research on when turkey tags became a thing. And Mm, because, I mean... Uh, tax tax stamps for hunting have existed for a really long time, but I don't know mm-hmm. if they went all the way back to Lincoln times. Probably that, further back. <laughs> Jacob, fill in another question asking me to research when hunting uh, hey. stamps became a hey, thing. Hey, Jacob. 
It's animal related, Jacob. There you go. Jacob. Easy, easy lob. Please don't. <laughs> do it. Do I'm it. You. Just to just to spite Ryan. The Rick and Morty episode with the turkeys. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, I'm behind. I am as well. Yeah, I got to catch up. Um, I've only seen like season one. Uh, to no, answer, just... oh sorry, more shame. Uh, I don't watch many shows in general, so it, it is what it is. Uh, to answer the other question, uh, all turkey meat is perfectly fine. I will use them in different ways, though. Um, like white meat, I tend to use more for like sandwiches, you know, things where I can add some moisture to it uh, to make it a little more palatable and it holds up better but like if i'm just eating straight off the turkey if i've like tackled it in the woods or something uh (laughs) then going for the dark meat um okay fair enough it's juicy which is funny because you wouldn't want to eat dark meat just raw (laughs) (laughs) i mean i don't want to eat either in it raw but uh i mean there's a lot of blood involved it's like way too much work you ever bitten through feathers like it is an unpleasant experience. You gotta you gotta boil it. Yeah, boil it helps. Just like a lobster, just dunk it alive. Um, and it's just it's just steam escaping from the turkey's mouth. Uh, it's not actually screaming. You a little bit. Feel like uh, live turkey's gonna fight you a little bit there, Josh. Just a little hunting one hundred and one with Josh Hoffman. No. I will say, hunting is a is a young young boy, probably around eight. Uh, one very memorable experiences. You know, I'm creeping through the woods. We're deer hunting, uh, so we've caught a we've caught a track of where we think a deer is going to be, and so we've just been like creeping towards it. And all of a sudden, out of the bushes, like a foot away from me, a big-ass turkey jumps out and scares the ever-loving fuck out of me. <laughs> and uh, I did not live that down for years. Because uh, if you've ever seen, like, an eight-year-old me scream about, <laughs> like, a three-feet-tall giant bird, uh, I'm They're sure it was crazy, wildly entertaining. Yeah, it was it was unhappy with my existence Uh-oh. being there, but um, we lost Josh again. Oh, well, I was going to say uh, a few years ago when I was going deer hunting super early in the morning to a place I'd never been to. And yeah, like there was a couple turkeys that like jumped out and flew over me and they're loud as shit. And they scare the hell out of you. Also, do you too- know who the ancestor determined? Raptors, Velociraptors. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, raptors. Like, I don't know. That's that's my guess is raptors. Yeah, <laughs> like, of course they're fucking scary. <laughs> I'd be scared if a giant turkey. Hey, welcome back, Josh. I'd be Thank scared you. if a giant turkey jumped out at me. <laughs> so I don't blame you one bit. Yeah, it, they're they're big. They're big and loud, and uh, mm-hmm. I they're so loud in the forest when they they fly. It's it is loud. Like it is crazy. Luckily they're less aggressive right. typically than like like a rooster is. Roosters are fucking mean. Um 
but <clears throat> so far my interactions with turkeys have been just alarming, but that's it. Fair enough. Uh, all right, we're going to move on, but uh, before we go, I just want to say white meat is superior to dark meat. Just this. I'm sorry. That's, that's my preference. You are that. entitled to your opinion, Thank you. even if it's wrong. Thank you. <laughs> that's fair. All right, I'll take it. All right. Well, thank you very much for the question, Jacob. We do appreciate it. Let's talk about some video games and uh, let's do some what are we playing now? Justin, kick us off. What you been playing? Uh, so Adam and I picked up Icarus again this weekend. To those unfamiliar, it's a survival game. We played it maybe a year or two ago, mm-hmm. um, but it's a survival game. But it's sort of unique in that you pick a mission, you do like a drop ship onto the planet, and then you're sort of like early explorers to a new planet, and you're trying to like find out where a safe place is to basically make a habitat, if you will. But you'd have so much real life time. So like you pick a mission and it says uh, two days. So you have... From the moment you hit start mission, two real life days to finish that mission, or it gets failed. Hmm. And so, um, we did that, and we picked since we had played last. There's a whole new like starting area zone, and we picked that. We picked the first mission; should have been relatively easy. We died by many things, many times, and ended up quitting out of frustration. Um, I had to play a little bit longer because I came in with more starting stuff. And if you don't get, I had to go get my body and then run back to the dropship and leave. So I failed the mission, but I extracted with my stuff. And so I'll have that the next time we play. But yeah, that was uh, pretty rough. And then I've been playing quite a bit of Dark Tide, which is Vermintide, but the 40k. How was it? I love it. I have always liked the A to B shooters, though. Um, it's if again, if you like those type of games, it's great. I don't know when it's going to come out on console. The game doesn't fully release until November thirtieth, so it's still kind of a early access beta until the final game comes out. But first day playing was a bit rough with disconnects and stuff. Um, Saturday morning when I tried to play, I was having a bunch of issues, and eventually it couldn't even find a game. It just kept failing matchmaking. Um, but later on in the day, I had zero issues. Some of our group were having issues like getting into the game initially, but once we were playing, it was fine. But they definitely have some work to do to fix the matchmaking and the grouping. But just like Vermintide was, it's very difficult uh, as you start to level up. It gets easier and like learn the maps. And one of the biggest things I think that I finally remember to start doing is if you're holding left or right or back and hit space, you jump, dodge. And you pretty much need to be doing that 24 7 when you're surrounded by a horde because you just don't get hit if you do that. Um, but yeah, learning that. I'm almost level 12. So cool. starting to get the hang of my character and yeah it's fun nice all right very nice uh josh what about you genshin impact uh just yep 
just, we, we just enough, yeah. enough yeah. for my dailies. Uh, and then played also Dark Tide. Um, Ooh. Played, uh, I don't know, four or five hours, I feel, uh, of it on Saturday. Didn't end up playing it all on Sunday, but uh, playing the Psyker. So I can kind of melt people's brains from a distance. Um, but there's kind of a, there's a mechanic that the more psychic ability that you charge up, the worse it is for you. So if you hit a hundred percent charge on it, things go very poorly for you very quickly. Um, and so you have to either not use your psychic ability and it goes down gradually, or you can hit a button to like meditate to release some of your psychic buildup. Um, and I'm pretty bad at it so far, but, you know, only playing a couple hours, like uh, Justin was saying, like constantly dodging, or um, if you're running and then you hit control, then you will slide. Should be doing that more often, but it's hard to remember when you have, like, 10 billion things, like breathing down your neck you know so uh getting better at it learning like when to use abilities uh you gain shield back uh i don't remember what toughness or something i think they call it uh when you do melee chain kills then you gain toughness back which is like your shield armor um and so knowing when to melee something instead of shooting it is really important because uh, you could just run around wasting ammo the whole time, but ammo is pretty scarce. Uh, like, the drop rates on things are not super high, so you have to, like, kind of partition stuff out really, really well. And that which... gets worse the harder difficulties you do. You see right. less and less ammo and stuff. And Once if you're playing with melee randos, everything. <laughs> yeah, melee is really, really important, and that is... a the first game I meleeed nothing and the last game I was meleeing like 80% of things. So, uh, it's, it's a, it's a game I am getting better at, but it will take some more hours to feel competent. But I think we won. Hardest class. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Um, I haven't, since I haven't played the other ones, I, I have no context, but, um, Having to like manage those things is a little tough, but um, but it's really fun. Um, I like Vermintide quite a bit, and I love the 40k universe. My only kind of uh, downside to it is mm-hmm. thus far playing mostly only the easy difficulties and only being four or five hours into the game uh, is a lot of the areas are very the same uh so it's like hordes and hordes and hordes of pox walkers uh and then there's some plague marines and like i don't if y'all don't play 40k then you may not know what i'm talking about but uh but it's a lot of the same enemies over and over and over and over again and uh i haven't seen like any of the tyranids or any of the other like cool 40k shit um, and so I don't know if they intend on adding any of those things, but it would be cool in, in the future. Um, similar to like Vermintide, you were fighting the, 
rat things that I Skaven. You're fighting the Skaven. So it was like the whole game was fighting Skaven. Um, I feel like maybe they could branch out a little bit into other 40k stuff. But honestly, it's a it's a really good game and it's not even out yet. So um, I'm pretty happy I picked it up. Cool. Very nice. Uh, all right, Adam. Uh, my name is Rod and I too like to play Dark Tide. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Uh, yeah we were playing that on saturday super fun we was hoping to play a little bit tonight but it just didn't happen um yeah very enjoyable it is very much a you know left for dead fermentide whatever but it i think i enjoy it because it has more guns and stuff involved with it oh, kind yeah. of like the old school like left or dead i think that's what vermintide was missing a little bit to an extent but filled in well with like magic and you know archery and you know some other things for range so but uh i did the sharpshooter class so obviously more shooting people in the head and really being trying to be precise with on big guys it was pretty cool I enjoyed that a lot. Nice. Nice. Uh, Level 11 is also a sharpshooter. Yeah. That's the class I picked. You get much more ammo reserve than the rest of the class. Yeah, tons more ammo. So yeah, I was definitely using guns a lot more. Something before you go to your next game that I just want to remember to tell you that um, I don't remember if it was Saturday night or Sunday, but I started using my F ability more frequently. Mm-hmm. That recharges super fast, so mm-hmm. like your F ability should be used like the first. Anytime there's like a D, uh, big guy, like I was using him, just trying to melt yeah. him down super quick. Any named type creature, mm-hmm. and it's also nice because it will tell you where they are. So, like if there's a sniper and you hit F, you can see where they are through the map, and so you can instantly mm-hmm. lock in. But yeah, yeah, the first couple times I played, I was not I like I was using that scarcely thinking whatever and yeah you can definitely use that way more frequently. Yeah it's Eight. like the widow character of like Overwatch to an extent a little bit but 80% yeah. of my F usage was me trying to hit G and hitting the wrong <laughs> so uh, <laughs> uh, G is the psyker ability so like you have to do that a lot um, but I would do my force push on nothing like most of the time. <laughs> uh, and then played some Icarus uh, with Justin, like he had mentioned. It was obviously very difficult. We went from like grounded to like, oh, what what is another like survival game we had played but never really like fully beat? And it, Steam was just happening to like update Icarus, so we had mentioned that and we, we played that and. It was definitely a rude awakening from like grounded to like a very hardcore like <laughs> game. Like, I mean, it's the same designer as Daisy and stuff like that. So, I mean, it is an intentionally an extremely difficult game, but we were just not expecting it to be so hard on the very first mission, like on this new content and stuff like that. It was just like Jaguars, polar bears, like, wait, no polar bears was the other game, but Jaguars. And, uh, there were a couple other things that totally messed us up, but cool. Nice. 
and then another game, but that's going to be my pick of the week. So okay. fair enough. Yeah. Um, so I, well, real quick, uh, my wife has been working crazy hours and she's like, do you just have like a fun game? We can just sit down and play. She, she doesn't play games. She's not good at games. She's like, do you have anything that we can just sit down and play on the couch? So I was going through the Xbox Black Friday sale, and the TMNT Kawabunga collection was on sale. So I bought that, like all the classic Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games. I was like, we could play some Turtles in time. She might like that. So And she did. We had a good time. But, Justin, there's a game in that collection that I completely forgot existed that we played all the time. Do you remember Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighters? It was like a fighting game with TMNT for the Super Nintendo. Dope as fuck, dude. Like oh, I, yeah. I, I totally mm-hmm. forgot about this game, and uh, it's in it. It's in the collection. I was like, holy shit! So I was playing that for quite a bit. Um, that was pretty sweet. But yeah, then played some Turtles in Time. They even got like the old school NES games, the one that were hard as fuck, like impossible to beat. Those are in there too. So, um. We like Shredder, Shredder's Revenge, I think. It, uh, it's because there's TMNT and then TMNT 2. I think yes. it might be Shredder's Revenge. And uh, yep. those games are tough as nails. Yeah. They're impossible. But uh, it's kind of interesting. They With the collection, they give you, like, they're called modifiers you can activate. So you can do, like, infinite lives and stuff like that. I'm like, that's no fun. Like, how is that fun? So... Infinite oh. quarters. I mean, you're the rich. Yeah, kid. right. Exactly. <laughs> now, right? I will say when I was like building a an arcade machine like years and years ago, glue came over, and I only I only had like the the uh, arcade sticks and buttons and everything hooked up, and so it wasn't like complete. But there was just a button we could press that I programmed to add more quarters, and we just played it, through the entirety of uh, Turtles in Time, the arcade version. Uh, it was fun as fuck. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't care if yeah, it was it's... infinite lives. It was so much fun. Yeah. I love Turtles in Time, man. God, that was a good game. Simpsons, um, the Simpsons arcade game, oh, another classic. Yeah, I mean, like that's up there with like on par with that. Definitely, Marge running around beeping, beating the shit out of people. Has anyone here actually beaten that game? I have oh, not. Yeah. In like a, a single playthrough, even on emulator, I haven't. Like I've never actually done it. Yes, but with infinite coins, you know, because sure, of emulator. Sure. But yes, yes, I have played through all of that. Um, but um, nice, such a great game. Anyway, I was um, going to say no because it's not actually possible, but. Yeah, it it is, it, but only when you cheat with infinite yeah. lives, because yeah. uh, that game I haven't is done it punishing without cheating. I should say, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah, I played Team NT. Otherwise, I've exclusively been playing God of War Ragnarok. Um, and like, I don't like to jump the gun on stuff. I like to wait until I've beaten a game. I I don't give a fuck. This is the best game I've ever played. This is my favorite game of all time. Uh, unless it just completely collapses in the final act, which I don't see happening. Um, this game is fucking incredible, dude. It's the best game I've ever played. Hands down, the best game I've ever played. Um, so as I was playing it, I was thinking, it reminds me of a couple things. The first thing is a Brandon Sanderson novel, who people know is my favorite author. And the reason I say that is Brandon Sanderson 
has perfected the art of the buildup to the final act. Like all of his books are just, you want to keep going because he's so good at stringing you along. And that's what this game reminds me of. Like, you know, Ragnarok's coming in the final act. You know, that's going to happen. And at the end of God of War one, no spoilers, but they come across uh, a prophecy. So you kind of know that's coming too. And just the build up to get there has been incredible. Um, but I will I think I'm at like 27 hours in and I, uh, I'm in the final act now, like Ragnarok has started. So it's, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm almost at the end. Um, and then the second thing it reminds me of, and this is not a spoiler cause I have not beaten the game obviously. So don't read into this too much people listening. Um, but the other thing it reminds me of is the movie Logan. Like, because you got Kratos is not the young spry god killer he used to be. You know what I mean? Like, he he's old man Kratos now. And, like, just very similar to Logan's storyline. Like, he, he doesn't want to fight. He doesn't want to be a part of this shit. But he's kind of just forced into it. Like, he has to. Um, and I fucking love it. I'm here for it, dude. Logan's one of my favorite movies. It's arguably the best superhero movie ever created um i feel like you might be able to put spider-verse up in there too or endgame maybe but um dark knight is up there what's that dark knight is up there as well dark knight Uh, absolutely yeah but very much reminds me of logan dude very much uh like he's just fucking over it like he just doesn't he doesn't want to be a part of this anymore he doesn't want to go to war he doesn't want to do this shit um but he's just kind of forced to. He doesn't have a choice. So, um, and then the last thing, because I binged about it last week, so I won't go too in depth. But uh, about the midway point through this game, maybe a little bit later, uh, Kratos gets a Kratos gets a new weapon. Uh, dope as fuck, dude. Dope as fuck. Like he already had the Leviathan axe and the Blades of Chaos, obviously. But yeah, you, you get a new weapon, and it's fucking sick. Like it's so good. Like, I don't, the combat in this game is just incredible. It is so much fun to play. And uh, there are some optional bosses now that I'm kind of getting to that rival Dark Souls, dude. Like, I've almost thrown my controller a few times. It gets really fucking difficult. Like, it's not an easy game. Um, So, I don't know, it's just awesome. But uh, one other thing I was thinking of when I was playing... And I wanted to pitch you guys a question. I have a listener question. Ryan writes in. Hi, Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Hello, <laughs> <Good old> Brian. <laughs> <laughs> so is there, can you guys think of like something games do, like a gameplay feature or something that annoys the shit out of you? But if it's in a really good game, it doesn't bother you. So for example, I played Arkham Knights and God of War Ragnarok back to back. In Arkham Knights, you do side quests, kill people, or beat people up, and loot chests to get arbitrary crafting materials to upgrade your gear or build new gear to increase your stats just a little bit, and I fucking hate that. It just annoys the shit out of me. In God of War Ragnarok, you do side quests, and you kill people, and you loot chests to get arbitrary crafting materials to moderately upgrade your gear. Doesn't bother me one bit. Like, I'm totally fine doing it. it I don't care, because the game was so fucking good. Like, is there any 
like gameplay element that you hate, but if it's in a good game, you don't care. Can you think of anything? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like at least in like some of the games I've been playing lately, like Stalker is a good example. You might be told to go find and kill some boars like a bunch and like you've seen it in wow and you've seen yeah. it in other ones but it's like the environment is ever changing and it's like you don't know where they're gonna be and oh there might be some other thing that's there too like trying to shoot you back or something like it makes me like at least want to do it over and over and over again because like that's what i'm told to do you don't know what's going to happen along the way there or back is like yeah. the exciting part of it so right right yeah so um yeah i just thought that was interesting like it's kind of the same thing in both games and one of the games i can't fucking stand it and then in the other game i'm like all right whatever i'll go kill this random person and loot every goddamn chest i see um so yeah i have um, a ton of examples of of this but just since we play a lot of survival games there's some games where I don't know, like, I have played some survival games where I start chopping trees and I absolutely hate it and I'm done. Right. But then there are other games, like, Grounded. You you should see this tower I built. (laughs) Adam helped. But I spent a lot of time. You spent a lot of time building it, so (laughs) I appreciate that. Tower, because you can make zip lines, but, of course, they released a new patch that now you can go reverse on zip lines. So that's cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, salt moment. But yeah. I can't tell you how many grass stalks and stems I cut down to build this tower and had a good time. But there are some games where it's just, for whatever reason, not enjoyable. Right. I yeah. think Grounded did it interesting because, like, if you wear a particular armor set, you get additional carry. So you can carry eight stocks on you instead of the five or four or whatever it is. And like you have mutations that can make you chop things faster or run faster. They had different elements to make it not quite as tedious. So I don't know, but I would say that's one of them. All right. Josh, you got anything? Open world exploration. Uh, We've talked about it a lot um, that there are some games that are, gigantic and full of nothing um right. where uh, it might be enjoyable for an hour and then you're like okay this is it this, this uh, that, that's all like i'm wandering around forever for the same like six enemies over and over and over again because they couldn't think of anything better to fill the world right. with um but then like elden ring being able to like there's so much shit in there that I actually care about. Um, I know you didn't like breath of the wild, but I enjoyed exploring that and just finding like Korok seeds and finding like cool glimpses into like the previous Hyrule, um, history and things like that. Um, but the last ghost recon is a great example. Yes, absolutely. 100%. Have a good one or a bad one? Bad. Bad. It was awful. The world was beautiful. The gunplay was satisfying. But it was just, it just felt like a chore. It probably didn't yeah. help that driving the vehicles felt like you're playing a 
PS1 game. <laughs> right. But if that ever got patched. Uh, Probably not. And that's how I feel about some survival games where, like, uh, I really enjoyed um, the Viking one that I can't think of the name of. Um, oh, Valheim. Valheim. Because I just, like, wandered around and did other shit because the world was interesting and I thought that was cool. Uh, just exploring shit with... But there are some uh, survival games where it's like one forest. This is the only biome. This right, to like right. be prepared to see these same trees for the rest of the game. Yeah. Um. And so. Uh, so yeah, op- like open world forest. exploration. But the forest did good. Yeah, I thought. So yeah. my issue with the forest was purely the time that I played it. Because if you remember when I played it with y'all, it was like one a month out of like early access. Uh, and like there was no plot. You crashed a plane and then that was like, that was it. Like yeah. the, uh, the villagers or the island. There's no story yet or anything. Like, yeah would come and climb trees and be creepy. But other than that, like you couldn't interact with them. Like they barely even attacked you because it, the game just didn't run. Uh, and so things like the cool cave systems I've heard about, none of that existed. Uh, and so uh, the forest was incredibly boring when I played it, but that was like four years before they finished the game. So, I'm I'm sure it's a wildly different game than when I remember it. Right, right. Um, but yeah, I don't want to gush about God of Ragnarok anymore because I've talked a ton about it. But you do, I'm, don't lie. But I I'm pretty comfortable <laughs> saying it's my favorite game of all time and the best game I've ever played. And Kratos, honest to God, is probably my favorite video game character of all time. Like just his whole story arc is just wow. incredible. Like he has. Think about him in, like, God of War 1. Like, old school. PS2 God of War 1. He's just this angry motherfucker who kills everything. And, like, in this game, he has, like, this really sweet moment with his son Atreus, where he says the words, I'm sorry. Like, Kratos sits down and apologizes to somebody. Like, he's angry because of his, like, wife and child were killed, though. Like, you gotta understand, like, where his anger... It's same. He's just young and lashing out in violence versus just nothing but old and he's like yeah my bones hurt so i'm gonna cry i (laughs) don't know what do you want (laughs) like uh, my bones hurt but i'll still fuck you up so um so this beats this beats persona 5 as your favorite game Uh, it does yes i think it Mm. like i said unless it just collapses in the final act which i will have it beat before we play the or before we record again i'm assuming so I'll know for sure, but unless it totally collapses, Kratos just gets super racist at the end or something. And Ryan's like, Ooh, I'm done with this game. Sorry. It's like all the, all the people who had uh, daughters during games of Thrones and named them Daenerys. And then it got to the finale and they're like, Ooh, that was a mistake. Yeah. (laughs) Oh shit. All right. Um, okay, so we're gonna do some game awards stuff. But I was gonna see first, 
Uh, Justin, do we want to do conspiracy theory? That way we can just do game awards and go. Do you want to do a conspiracy theory now? Now we don't have to wait. Groovy. So we'll do conspiracy theory, then we'll talk all things game awards. Right meow. Right meow. <laughs> Hi. What up? All right. Hello. We are ready. What is the name of the government project that tested the effects of radiation using stolen baby corpses? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> A. Sunshine. B. The Baby Snatcher. C. Infant Glow. Or D. Lullaby. D. D. Definitely. The coolest. Uh, you already say D. I'll go C. Just, just You're going different. Baby Snatcher, or what was the Baby? Glow? No, I think uh, Baby Glow. I think was C. <laughs> right, I'm going D. Lullaby. Ryan and I, D, Adam's A, Josh's C. Yeah. It is A, Sunshine. What? Damn it. Damn it. (laughs) It was the least, like, come on, guys. Of, like, all those options, like, it's the most, like, least offensive. (laughs) And of, like, of the shit that you might be doing, like... I don't know. But this sense. is a but this is a conspiracy theory. So I know, like, but even then, like you gotta cover your your conspiracies, bro. Like if you're testing radiation on babies, baby snatcher is not the best operation name for it. So you gotta gotta get them with the, radiation you know. comes from sun. Let's call it sunshine, baby. <laughs> sunshine, sunshine. <laughs> That's fucked up. It uh, is. I, I think I'm on the longest losing streak ever with conspiracy theory. I want somebody to go back and like tally it up and see who's winning. I'm sure I'm losing horribly, but um, yeah, I'm gonna make a bounce back one of these days. All right, uh, let's do some game awards, and uh, so we're gonna do our to sleep at night. <laughs> yeah, right. We're gonna do our prediction episode. We're each picking five predictions of what we might see at the game awards. And I believe we're going to be live streaming the game awards. I think everybody's on board for that, it sounds like. When is when, that? When is that? December eighth. Okay, maybe we're not. <laughs> when is that? Wait, wait. No. We're all agreed Thursday. that we're doing that except for what, half of the Thursday. When when is that? I think, a I Thursday. Think, Thursday. I think what I, I meant to say what is time. Oh, I don't know. They're don't, typically at like have... eight p.m. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like seven thirty or something. Okay, what I meant to say is apparently Josh and I are streaming the game awards, and Adam and Justin are babies. <laughs> I can do it. As I say, Thursday is not much going on. This usually our gaming night, so that's probably yeah. fine. Um. So, anyways, we can we can do our predictions in real time as we're watching the streaming the game awards. Hell so. yeah. Come join us for that. I'll kind of. Should we make a bingo card now? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Oh, that'd be dope. Um. So, anyways, we're each gonna do five. Join predictions. in bingo card. <laughs> yeah. We're each gonna do five predictions. Our fifth and final prediction is gonna be our long shot prediction. Um, 
and we'll kind of see how that goes. It's going to be the way out there. But before, we only have one listener question this week, products we haven't recorded in forever. So I figure it's Game Awards related, so we'll get that out of the way. Pistol Pete writes in. Hi, Pistol Pete. What Pistol Pete? Pete? Pew, pew, pew. Pistol Pete says, hey, guys, what was, your biggest, what was your biggest snub from the Game Award nominees announcement? I fully believe Cult of the Lamb deserves Game of the Year recognition. Definitely over Stray, which sucked, if I'm being honest. Did it, I didn't play Stray. Did anybody else? I don't think. No, yeah. I was super interested because of the cat aspect of it. Yeah. But then I started watching some people playing it, and it just it looked like it would be a game that I end up buying. And then I play one session, and whenever I quit that session, I would likely never pick it up again. Right. And I right. just showed it to Marissa so. in case that'd be a game that she would be interested in watching. And she was like, meh. So. Yeah. Um, so we'll go to Adam first. Uh, first of all, before you give your snub, Adam, I know you, like myself, really enjoyed Cult of the Lamb. Mm-hmm. Do you think it in, uh, deserves Game of the Year recognition? So that's actually going to be one of my things oh, that go, I predict. But I had said Cult of the Lamb is going to win Best Indie because it is nominated for that. And I think that is a perfect sweet spot for it. I don't think it really hit Game of the Year, unfortunately. Sorry, Pistol Pete. But I think where it's at is really a good spot. However, I have not played Stray. Uh, my fiance Kat has it, and she's played it on the Steam deck, and it plays amazing on that, and she's really enjoyed it. I'm kind of waiting for her to finish it, so then I can play it and probably beat it in a weekend or something but uh uh just yeah waiting for that to get through but from what i've seen i don't there's got to be something that's really that i haven't seen yet to make a game of the year because from what i've seen the fact that it's being nominated for game of the year kind of i was confused let's just say that yeah Yeah, that's fair so do you have any personal snubs? Um, I was with him. I mean, I thought Cold Cold Lamb should have been up okay. there because I played a fuck ton of that and that game Fair is enough. very good. So charming and like does the civilization management so well and it's got some roguelike dungeon aspects and like some Stardew aspects and like I don't know it did it hit so many notes it was very very well done I think that should have been Hell up yeah. there for game of the Agreed. year I agree Agreed. with Pistol Pete there you go that's I agree with you um Justin you got any snubs no and this is a lack of kind of two things one I I don't play a ton of different games so. I, like I even the cult of lamb like I watched Adam play a tiny bit and we talked about it but I don't know much about it and I don't uh, I just you don't play single player games yeah I don't really know enough um, and then I was like so in order to be on the game awards does the game have to be like fully released no alpha betas blah 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 and he said yeah, yeah. That's, good. So that's a good question that that makes sense um but yeah, no, no real snubs for me given that. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Josh, you got anything? 
Uh, the only, uh, you know, uh, we talked about this a little bit before we started streaming, but I'm I'm shocked that uh, Elden Ring was not in uh, best racing category. Every category. Every yeah, category. Yeah, every, every category. Um, best original score. time in, no, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, best uh, strategy Esports game. player. Best multiplayer game. Best family game. I would stick with a family that played Elden Ring. Um, no, Esports not really. Player of the year, Elden Ring. <laughs> I, I mean, let's be honest. I don't play a ton of games in general. Y'all may have noticed this. Uh, Cult of the Lamb. I played all of three days and then yeah. did never turn it on again. This is how oh, I play. This is how I play games. Uh, it ended well. Um, Good game. And so Elden Ring kept my attention for a really long time, and it it's on there. Um, I did enjoy all three days of Cult of the Lamb, so cool. That is on, on there. Uh, the only other game I play a lot of is Genshin, and it's on there for, like, community updates and best mobile games. So everything I've played thus far is on there somewhere. But... Uh, so I don't really have any any real real snubs. Okay, fair enough. Um, I got two. One of them is kind of not really. Uh, I would have liked to have seen Immortality get some more recognition. Uh, I've talked about the game a lot. I fucking love that game. Um, Adam played a little bit of it, but uh, not enough I, to get it intriguing yeah. enough yet. Right. It was yeah. more just confusion still. Yes, right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, I really like that game, but I can see why that's very niche. I can see why that's not game of the year, you know. Um, but the one that I think got robbed a little bit is going back to God of War Ragnarok. Uh in best performance, uh Ryan Hurst, who people might know as Opie from Sons of Anarchy, or Gary Bertier from Remember the Titans. Um, awesome actor. I love that dude. But uh, he plays Thor in God of War Ragnarok. Phenomenal performance, and I feel like he he's not in the game a whole ton, so maybe that's why. Um, but I feel like he should have been up for best performance because he did a goddamn good job. So, but other than that, I think I think the lists are pretty good. I thought it was kind of weird. Sifu's under best fighting game, mm-hmm. like. That was kind of a weird pick for me. Like, it is a fighting game, but it's not like a traditional Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, Tekken. You know what I mean? So, um, but I can't yeah, think of many fighting games that came I was out. Gonna say, I, I'm excited for them to branch out from just the side-scrolling right. 2D like fighter. Like, that's pretty exciting that they're not yeah. made for that. Like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it should be good. So, and I think it's up for best indie game too. But I think Cult of the Lambs definitely taking that category. So. Um, did y'all play right, well, Tunic? So That's a, Tunic is on like a bunch of them as well. Did y'all play that? Yeah. I never did. I played I a little bit at the beginning, and it was really cool. I just didn't make it past like a couple days, unfortunately. Yeah, interesting. Um, just, yeah, but thank you very much, Pistol Pete. We do appreciate it. All right, boys, let's do our predictions. And you know, why don't we have Adam go first since we kind of got one of his already? You can just repeat it. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I was good when I was looking through people that were nominated for indie titles. I saw a cult of the lamb and I'm like, if that doesn't win it, I'm going to 
flip desk on them or something. So Gold the Lamb is gonna win Best Indie. That's one of my predictions. <laughs> All right, fair enough. I think that's that's a good bet. I think that's a good bet. Uh let's go to Josh next. What is so, your first prediction? I focused more on other shit besides the voting. Yeah. Um because I went through and I voted on the vast majority of the, the categories and, and did my due diligence. But there is just a lot of them that I'm like, I have played none of these games. And I, so I have, if I was voting, it's just purely off of aesthetic or what I've heard, which is not cool. So I, I didn't vote for those. Um, so I went the announcements, world premieres. Uh, <laughs> and so... I went with something, you know, Justin and Adam would like, five new open world survival games are going to be announced. Five. Uh, five. Like, wait, just, just, just to quantify, exactly five? At least five? At least five. Okay. Uh, least five. And right. greater than or equal to five okay. open world survival games. Uh, it could be, you know, uh, it could be something like uh daisy type survival it could be grounded type survival but it's open world punching trees and shit uh okay you know uh so that's and are we talking new ips or new trailers for new uh well uh unannounced games so it could be like uh it could be like a uh, something too, so it doesn't have to be a new IP, but it's a new game, if that makes sense. So, but it could be like, for instance, Arc Two doesn't wouldn't count because we've already seen like The Rock or no, who was it, Finn Diesel or whatever, hanging out in Arc Two. So that one's already already spoiled for us because uh, Vin Diesel definitely sells games for me. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so uh, I'm going out on a, w- a whim here and uh, five new survival Five. Five or more. Bold number. Yeah, it's four. I'm calling that a complete loss. Mm-hmm. I mean, five is a awesome. complete loss to the gaming industry, but uh, <laughs> but four will be a complete loss to me in my game to uh, somebody's pocket. So whatever. Yeah. Sorry, my wife is just getting home. Uh, Justin, our reigning champion with his half a point victory. What do you think <laughs> yours? What was your first prediction? So I feel like I am failing you all on this, but I did do five predictions, but I'm kind of boring with them. I literally just picked a category and guessed. That is boring, but go ahead. We put zero rules so he's, on this. This is so how you... he's going to win <laughs> yeah. <Again> this year. <laughs> so, yeah, I almost feel like cheating here, but game of the year, I, I'm assuming Elden Ring is going to win. Yep. I still hear people talking about it. I think that one will win. I hope so. I think that's a pretty safe bet. That's a mm-hmm. pretty good bet. Um, I would probably be track. Uh, I figure I'll just put up a Google Doc and people can throw in their predictions at some point. Okay. So we'll just do that. Long story short, he's not keeping track. He's going to count on us. You literally just copy paste from wherever you wrote it down into a Google Doc. We'll be all right. I got an adjacent question. Do you think it hurts or helps 
God of War that it just came out. Oh, or neither. Uh, neither, neither time wise, it's got to help. You think it so? Keeps, it's fresh in the mind. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Because okay. I figure there's there's two available options. There's it hurts it because I mean you're a huge fan. You haven't completed it yet, right? Right. Uh, so like point. that could be a factor. Like, hey, I know I loved Elden Ring. I assume I'll love the rest of God of War, but I haven't finished it. So, but also like, who's talking about Elden Ring anymore? You know, uh, right? Streamers that I follow. But uh, you know, like God God of War is all I hear about right this this second. So I was just kind of <laughs> thinking about that today. I wonder if that helps or hurts because. Uh, or or neither. It helps in some ways and hurts in others, and so it's a wash overall. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That could, that's a good question. I kind of wonder, like, because uh, industry people vote too, right? So it's like yeah. open to the public plus industry people. So I wonder if I don't know. That's a good question. I'm not sure. Um. Okay. So my first prediction. Um. With a little bit of a toss-up on this one. This one should be fairly easy. I have a feeling we're going to see this, but I think we'll get our first trailer for Monolith Studios' Wonder Woman game that was announced at last year's Game Awards. Uh, I think we'll get our first trailer. Whether it's gameplay, cinematic, whatever, uh, I think we'll get our first trailer for it. So that can, I have, be... a, can I have a random like offshoot prediction of that? Hmm. The trailer is just going to be a skyscape going left to right, and then it's Wonder Woman, but it's her in the invisible jet suit. So it's just the yeah. sky. that's all you see. <laughs> that's awesome. Maybe a little glimpse at the end of a plane, like outline, like cloaking device, like, like oh my god, it's a cloaking device, and it's like realistic sort of cloaking device, and that's it. Okay, fair. That's enough. all you get. Nice. <laughs> I like it. Oh, that'd be sick. Um, yeah, I would say you would love it. That's I, what's so a, funny about it. It'd too. be such it's a like fucking troll. People, people would love it, though, yeah. too. It's like <laughs> this really cool skyscape, some cool music, some like some names coming up. And then at the very end, you see the outline of like a plane that's in like cloaking device, and it just says Wonder Woman, and that's it. Yeah. People would freak the fuck out. Right. I think that'd be a troll move, but it'd be hilarious to see. Oh, very nice. Uh, okay, Adam, second prediction. Uh, Justin took one of mine. That was my number one. Elden Ring's going to get game of the year. All right, fair enough. We got two. Yeah. Look at that. I mean, that's the safe bet, if Dude, anything. What if, <laughs> so. what if we're watching the show, and it gets to that category at the very end, and they're like, game of the year goes to Xenoblade Chronicles 3. <laughs> I'm like, well, shit, I gotta play this game like, if it's what better than Elden the Ring. Fuck. Oh, God, that'd be awful. Alright. Or the bots won that. Yeah, right. There you go. God, Xenoblade. Uh, Josh, what's your second prediction? Uh, there will be an announcement for Kingdom Come Deliverance 2. Ooh. Uh, interesting. Nope. Nope. But I saw it on like Steam or something recently. It came out in 2018. So this seems about the time we would get a trailer or an announcement right. where, <laughs> hey, we're working on it. I honestly haven't heard anything it's from... It's still a thing, just so you don't, just don't forget. <laughs> yeah, right. 
I can't remember the name of the developer offhand, um, but uh, I haven't heard anything from them recently. So um, that was a big game. So uh, I could imagine some something new from them. Interesting. Okay, good choice. I like that one. Um, Justin, second prediction. Best multiplayer is going to go to COD. God damn it, I hope not, but you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> what were the oh. other nominees? Out of curiosity, does anyone know off the top of that? So, I got, yeah, I got it. I got it up here. View categories. Best multiplayer. Here it is. Once it loads. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Multiverses. Nope. Uh, Overwatch 2. Splatoon nope. 3. Nope. Love the other On the verge but, of maybe, yeah. but nope. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja players. Turtles. It's Shredder. only Nintendo. It doesn't have enough. Sorry, what were you going to say? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge, which I guess is the new game, not the NES that I was yeah, thinking of earlier. I wanted us to play, but someone didn't have it. <laughs> Did have it. I just didn't have it on the right platform, apparently. Yeah, so. Is, <laughs> yeah, so clearly, I agree. Clearly, Call of Duty's taking that category. Yeah, yeah that's going to win it. I'm sure. Well, Shredder's Revenge. I believe Overwatch 2 is nominated for anything, so whatever. <laughs> Shredder's Revenge obviously can't get it because it couldn't even get cross platform to work. Right. <laughs> right, which is crazy. 2022, um, what the fuck are you doing? Right. I play My Little Pony on any device. Right. I mean, Multiverses has Shaggy and Batman on it. So, like. I do want to play that because it's free, I believe. Is I it? I had it. Yeah. So, I've heard like it's it. fun. Interesting. You played it? Yeah, I wasn't a fan of it. Just you play like Smash. I love Smash games, and that's the thing. And it just, like, it was trying to be that, but it just was not as executed well. Like, I don't know. All right, fair enough. Um, I'm going to go kind of along the lines of Josh's first prediction. And I'm going to say that Microsoft, who is still losing the first-party battle to Sony pretty badly, so I will say Microsoft announces no fewer... So three or more first party IP games, new oh. first party IP games. So that doesn't mean it's a brand new IP. Like if they announce Ori three, that counts. Like it can be a continuation of the franchise. So three new games from their first party IP, no fewer than. That I can see sense. that happening. Does that make yeah. sense? So, um, but like Kill, it, Killzone three. <laughs> that's well that's not microsoft but um, oh microsoft sorry yeah, yeah microsoft well but like if they show off like a trailer for fable that doesn't count because it was already announced so i'm saying three new games um because they're they're playing catch up i feel like so all right um well adam you're next what is your third prediction uh it's funny that we mentioned it, but I was going to say Overwatch will kind of just getting, will get like some joke mention at some point, whether it's in that multiplayer spot or something. Someone's going to like mention Overwatch and about it's how it's the be, same game. 
Yeah, I mean, someone's going to like make some like offhanded comment about Overwatch at some point. <laughs> okay, I like Overwatch it. 2, yeah. So, so, okay, I like it. God, I hope that happens. That'd be hilarious. Somewhere in there, someone's going to, yeah, it's going to be fun. Especially since all the developers will be sitting there, so that mm-hmm. would be hilarious. That would be awesome. Just have Ricky Gervais host the Game Awards. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, very nice. Josh, third prediction. Uh, gameplay trailer for Tears of the Kingdom. Rather Wild 2. Mm. Uh, for, for those of you who do not remember the name. I, I see the Grimace, but uh, I don't know if that's the dog or the re- reference to Breath of the Wild. But uh, uh, I I mean, we Just saw like a... break? <laughs> yeah. Like we weapons. saw... A cinematic trailer, you know, but it would be nice to see actual gameplay. Um, and so this is half a Nintendo does actually bring stuff to the Game Awards most years. And I just would like to see it. So I have an honorable honorable mention regarding Nintendo, but we can leave that for, for the end because it might be on someone's list. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Uh, will the trailer show that there are no breakable weapons? Unlikely. Fuck. Then fuck that game. Fuck it. <laughs> Terrible game. Um, it's not even out yet. You don't even know. Yeah. Uh, uh, Justin, prediction three. Prediction three. Uh, my most or the most anticipated game that's going to win is going to be Starfield. Oh, interesting. Okay. Is that best ongoing? No, that's no, it's most anticipated. Oh, yeah, the most hype around it. Oh yeah, okay, okay. Who has so... the most marketing and PR? Yeah, <laughs> which is a game that I actually don't even really want to play. Hmm. That, that interesting. Last trailer didn't, or when they showed it off, it didn't do it for me. Hmm. I yes. agree with you. The uh... the studio behind it has a lot of sway that people will think it's going to be amazing and what they've promised. Right. And people apparently haven't been burned enough by base games that they're willing to fall for anything. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we'll start uh, with you. We'll there's see. a reason that space is the great frontier. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we're just not ready for it. <laughs> I like it. You got space dysentery. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oregon space. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That would be a money game. Why has no Oregon one done field. that? You three of your cattle were ejected. You've out of got the like a little ship with like some cattle, <laughs> and like you got to go across the mine feet or like yeah. the, the asteroid, you know, mine or whatever. Oh man. No, no, Can we do this? Can we make this your, game? Uh, your, the cattle pod in your ship has been ejected. There you go. <laughs> nice. You got to go hunting for some meat. Yeah. <laughs> some space Shooting meat. aliens. So like in your ship. All of your livestock. There you go. <laughs> I like it. Um, all right, my third prediction is that the Game Awards will either open or close with a PlayStation exclusive game. So it will mm. be the first trailer that they show or the final trailer that they show 
will be PlayStation exclusive. That is my third prediction. But not and. But not it's, it's or. But not and. It's an or, not, not an and. Or. So if or. it's if it's both, then then it, can, it cancels everything. Okay. I just can't see him giving both to Sony. Like <laughs> I just can't. So, an inclusive versus order. exclusive or, you know, yeah. just just so we're clear here. Yep, or, just or. So, um, all right, Adam, number four. Um, Let's see, we did the Overwatch one, called that. Uh, uh, we're going to get an extended trailer and a reminder of Stalker 2. Ooh, okay. From CSG. Cool. It's going to come out of nowhere, and it's going to be, it's going to get people hyped for it again. Nice. Okay. I mean, or still hyped? Still hyped? Not. I'm Just still hyped. Rekindle the fire. There you go. <laughs> rekindle the fire a little. <laughs> I like it. All right. Um, I hope so. That'd be sick. I want to see more. Um, Josh, fourth. Uh, another Nintendo one here. Uh, another Switch that's still not the Switch 2. Uh, Nintendo. The the Nintendo loves to have like seventeen DSs, uh, <laughs> or they're just working up to seventeen, you know, switches here, and so they're gonna announce a, yet another one, but not the not this not Switch Two, or like a like a like a switch to type thing where it's just like completely, completely new system. None of that. I feel like they need something. Cause apparently the new Pokemon game runs like shit. Like I've heard really good things about it, but the switch can't even handle it. So, no. um, yeah, which is outrageous. So I wonder if it's just poorly optimized. Cause I've also seen some pictures be. of like the, the frame like, or like the textures or whatever textures and just generally like the world and it l- looks like a PlayStation game. I uh, feel like what's that studio? Niantic is that the studio that makes Pokemon games? Pokemon Go specifically. Yeah, I'd say that's oh, the uh, mobile. What's but the, it, the studio that did the rest? Um, is it not? Anyways, uh, the studio that's not just the Pokemon the- Go. Uh, no, that, there's another name for it that did a trade or. Arceus and anyways, but I feel like they just pump out too many games. Like I feel like they're strapped. Cause I mean you get a new Pokemon game every year, at least. They've got two this year. No. When did Arceus come out? Last year. Last year, okay. Yeah. Alright. So I think I was just talking to it was around just, Christmas. Me. Yeah, yeah. Me about that it just seems like uh you know, before it was like two to three years for the next Pokemon series, yeah, essentially. Right. Granted the team is significantly larger, but yeah. it but now it's like new Pokemon, new Pokemon, new Pokemon, like back yeah. to back to back to back year after year. And the pumping lot like FIFA's. Yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're they're essentially kind of the same thing, just year. different. Um so it might it might be a good idea to uh take a break and we the same. There you go. Different, <laughs> but the same. What movie? I have no idea. Oh, Not I know what it is. Yeah, it's like James Franco. Didn't necessarily love that movie personally, but uh. <laughs> I um, 
All right, Justin, give us your fourth prediction. Um, best debut indie is Vampire Survivors. Ooh, interesting. Super good right. game. Amazing I never played game. it, but my Google feed for like two months straight was nothing but it. It's crazy. Like every time I open my Google feed, there is something about that game. And I never even clicked any of them. I don't even really know what the <laughs> game's about. It's like a bullet hell. Like mm-hmm. trying to survive for as, as long as you can. Like it's super good game. Interesting. <laughs> um, I wanted to play it, but I think it was only single player. And those kind of games, mm-hmm. I think, are more it is co-op. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. So my my last two, I wanted to make sure I got the long shot. So I feel like both of these are long shots, but you guys can kind of be the judge. We'll see. Um, so my first one, I'm going straight up sports betting. We're doing a three-item parlay, boys. That's what we're doing. Um, so for those not in sports betting or don't know what sports betting is, I pick three items. All three of them have to be true for me to get a point. If I'm two or three, forget it. So here's my three-item parlay. Uh, we will get a new trailer for The Last of Us, which is coming out January 15th. The show, to be yes, clear. Yes, the show. Yes, the show, just to be clear. Um, we will get a new trailer for the Mario movie starring 15-year-old Jewish Chris Pratt as Mario. And we will get our first trailer ever for the Borderlands movie. All three of those things. Ew, they're making a Borderlands movie? Yeah, they already filmed it. It's done. Ew. You didn't know that? We've talked about it. We've talked about the cast. Jack Black is Claptrap. Um... And Kevin Hart is Roland, which is weird still to me, but we'll see. So, yeah, because Kate Blanchett is Lilith. Yes, which I think that's a good casting. I, yeah. That's dope. I do too. Bobby um, Lee is Larry. Yep. Yep. It's got a, a cast to be witty and fun. I'm just curious if they're going to like overdo it and make it. Yeah. Like too ridiculous, right? Which the games are really ridiculous. So I don't know. It'll be a a balance act. I feel like it almost has to be like like a Scott Pilgrim versus the World type of movie. You know what I mean? Like super into effects and way out there, and we'll see. But anyway, so what's that? Eli Roth is doing it. So yeah, that's true. Um. So, anyways, all three of those things: new trailer for Last of Us show. New trailer for Mario and the first trailer for Borderlands. Mm. We have to have all three for me to get the point. Would you guys consider that a long shot? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. I would say so. I wanted to make sure. My second, my next one's kind of a long shot too, but I just wanted to make sure. Um, all right, Adam, fifth and final prediction. This year, we're finally going to get it from Nintendo Virtual Boy 2. Oh my God, Jesus. I feel like that's going to be your every year prediction. <laughs> Like this year, so guys. it's this my Powerball. <laughs> like uh, I'm gonna vote forty two on my Powerball for the rest maybe, of my life. <laughs> maybe we'll combine Josh's and yours together, and we'll get the Nintendo Switch Virtual Boy. Hmm? Uh, no. You never know. Distinct possibility. Granted, I said not you a get Switch. Get a, per- a periscope like attachment for it, and you're just looking through. <laughs> right. Very but nice. No, no, we're not. That's not happening. No, that's your long shot. It might. Yeah. It might. You never know. Um, They're going to get wild. into VR again someday. Maybe. Probably not. But probably maybe. Not. 
Probably not. Um, Maybe. <laughs> but, but probably not. Yeah. Uh, yeah <laughs> no, right. no, definitely not. Right, Maybe. Josh. <laughs> Josh, what's your final prediction? So I don't know that this is quite that long of a shot in comparison, <laughs> uh, but a Marvel IP that's not Spider-Man or Marvel coming from Insomniac. Yet another Whoa, okay. yet another Insomniac Marvel franchise. Really? So they'll have Wolverine and Spider-Man and something else? And a, th- a third one. I don't know what it is. I'm... That's why it's not quite as a far shot as uh, as it could be. Okay. Uh, maybe like a maybe like a like a Deadpool. Moon Knight would be fucking dope. Spawn game. No. Uh, Do you ever do you ever see that horror or, uh, game where uh, like you're blind and you use like echolocation to like move around? I don't think so. No. I'll have to I'll have to find but that's what I imagine a Daredevil game like. Be uh where you just like your screen is just black and you have yeah. that headset on. <laughs> well, if I remember right the you're, uh, you're told to close your eyes and like right. that's it that's all you do. Yeah. That'd be that'd be crazy uh, actually. The the horror game it like the you could only see the uh it's it was VR. And so you could only see like if you were talking, making noise that would like echolocate you. But oh, obviously weird. the monsters and shit could find you if you were making noise. Uh, it it looked that. dope. I watched uh, Travis play for it? a little while. I, I can't remember the name offhand. Stifled. Stifled. Uh that that sounds right. Um, echolocation horror mystery on Steam. Interesting. And it looks like uh, almost a wireframe as far as. Yes. Like the old school Tron games. Uh but uh but that would that would be a dope Daredevil game. I don't know. That, that would I don't know that anyone would play that, but uh um but yeah, yep, so a uh a non Spider Man, non Wolverine. I would love to also see a Wolverine trailer. It's not one of my things in the list, but I would I would love to see a non cinematic version. But not yeah. list. Yeah, more than just the claws popping out, something a little more than that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Him sitting Fuck at yeah. the bar. That's all yeah. we got thus far. Um, all right, Justin, long shot. So first I just wanted to point out that Eli Roth as a producer has done pretty much only horror movies. Yeah. Save for Baywatch. He was a co-producer. Oh god. Um, this could be bad inspiring confidence he was the executive producer of the entire Hemlock Grove Hmm. interesting so I don't know now I'm even more interested to know where this will go but he did the screenplay writing for Borderlands he was not the producer okay we'll see well, we'll see when we see a trailer, and I, my prediction's right. So there you go. Yeah, one third of it. One third. Uh, of it. He also did the screenplay for the Man with the Iron Fists. Mm. I don't know if I remember that. It's like a crouching tiger type, oh. kind of like a Risa. kung fu, kind of a kung fu sort of movie. It was really good. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
take that as you will. Um, yeah. So my long shot is that um, best community support is going to go to Call of Duty. And that's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> is that an option? No. No, but it's just a joke because they have like the post-game the lobbies. Yeah. And whenever Cam's in Discord with us, you can just hear everyone shit talking each other for like a minute and you it's just the worst hear, shit you can hear of. Yeah, you and hear people dropping words that remind you of <clears throat> OG three sixty online. Oh. So. I, remember, I remember Brian his his first game, he was just like, Wow. Like that that was lit. his reaction was just wow <laughs> after it was done. <laughs> And so a lot I of can't it, imagine what you just heard. Just the worst shit spouted. A lot of it comes from like twelve-year-olds, so that's fucked up yep. too. So, yep. <laughs> yeah, but mental health is mental health is not an issue though. So, right. uh, so um, is that your legit prediction? No, my okay. my actual long shot is that they're going to release the either predecessor or a new Rainbow Six. Siege, not extraction, obviously, but like another because Siege came out in 2015 and they've been milking it. But that's a long time for a game to be milked. That's seven years. So a new iteration of Siege will be announced. Oh well, it's predecessor. Maybe call it Siege or maybe Siege Two. So we'll say a new Tom Clancy game. You want to just go with that? No, because that's the, there's too many IPs yeah, in Tom true. Clancy. I okay. think a new Rainbow Six IP. Okay, at okay. the very least, is Fair my enough. long shot. Okay. And I made that up while we were recording because I felt bad that I didn't really do anything. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I like it thinking on your feet. There you go. Um, all right, so my true long shot prediction is that Joseph Fares, uh, who's the CEO of Hazelight Studios. Uh, you'll remember he his game. It takes two. One game of the year last year. He's a very colorful character. Uh, he's the one who at the Game Awards a couple years ago was being interviewed by Jeff Keighley. And he just out of nowhere said, "Fuck the Oscars." Uh, so he like Game Awards is where it's at. Fuck the Oscars. Uh, anyways, he's a character and he's at every Game Awards. Like he pops up at some point. Um, so. Joseph Ares of Hazelight Studios will appear at some point. He will announce their next game and he will say something to make Jeff Keeley visibly uncomfortable at some point. <laughs> <laughs> even, if it, even if it's the awkward smile, like he yep. says something, he's like, Yeah. <laughs> yep. So. Joseph Fares will appear, announce their new game, and make Jeff Keighley visibly uncomfortable at some point during the interaction. So that's my that's long an shot. That's an and. That's my long shot. Uh, I feel like they put out good fucking games, dude. Like, It Takes Two was incredible. And uh, the game before that, Way, way out. out. That, that yeah, game was so that. good. Such a good game. So good. Did you finish it? A Way I Out? I never played it. Oh, you okay. me? oh, yeah. So, yeah. Did yeah. you finish way out? Yeah. Cat and I played it all the way through. So good. God, that was a good game. The so, ending was amazing. We had to yeah. like pull it back a save and like do it a couple different times just to see differences. But like, oh, my God, the game is so amazing. Very good. 
Yeah, and then It Takes Two, which came out, which was the game of the year at the Game Awards that last year. That one we did not finish, unfortunately. God, it was so. Did you get? We to got the, very close, but I, did I you get to the maybe. super fucked up stuffed elephant part? Doesn't sound familiar. Okay, but it, it has been. It has also been a bit yeah. since we played it, but I don't. Think one one of the most. Leif and I laughed so hard. One of the most fucked up things I've ever done in a video game, but it was hilarious. God, that was a good game. Um, all right, so our predictions are in. Like I said, I'll throw up a Google Doc at some point. We'll add it all to it, and we'll just kind of track it when we stream the Game Awards December 8th. So look forward to that. Um, best of luck to everybody. I feel like Justin's got it in the bag again because he went, he went a little toss-up. He went a little softball pitch. Um, so maybe maybe he'll win again. We'll see. Sorry, or guys. maybe the fucking Let's keep that trophy. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe the virtual boy too gets announced and Adam shocks everybody. There's that too. You never know. So <laughs> all right. Uh we will do a quick pick of the week and then we'll get out of here. Adam, you teased us a little bit earlier. What is your pick of the week? Uh when you guys can jump in, you saw me streaming in a little bit. It's a game on Steam called uh Zero Siebert. It's kind of a top-down 2D pixel art homage to Stalker or Tarkov, sort of. So, like, nice. you have a main bunker with, like, uh, storage. You get quest givers. You go out into a handful of different maps. The one thing that is really fun about this game is every time you go out, it's procedurally generated. So the maps are completely different every time. Like, you don't know where stuff's going to be at. So I think that's what's really drawn me into keep playing it over and over again. But super fun game. Probably have like 30 some hours into the game already. Awesome. And uh, to the point where it, it is an early access game. So like there is kind of like an ending-ish sort of to it. Like, But it's just I got to a point where there was no more quests. That was kind of the ending right now. So uh started going back and doing some more hardcore playthroughs of it and that's also been just as fun so nice. super super fun kind of like roguelike tarkov stalker-ish sort of game cool awesome very cool uh josh dark tide we talked about it earlier i've been really enjoying that game uh don't have much more to add since we uh talked about it but uh but yeah dark tide warhammer 40k dark tide very nice okay uh, Justin, mine is uh, Andor. I was I had a feeling you were going to say that. Okay. Nice. Yep, I finished it this weekend, and it is. This might be a hot take, but as far as story and progression and characters and emotion and stuff, I think it might actually be better than Mandalorian. Wow. Interesting. So, okay. Mando obviously has like the cool factor with the Mandalorians and like nostalgia with characters bringing it in, but from an actual story and writing and like feeling what the rebels are going through, especially as like a prelude to a Rogue One. Absolutely phenomenal show. Like, I hope that the rest of the Star Wars things that come out take note because wow. Damn. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh yeah, you text me about it or sent me a 
DM and Discord. I'll have to check it out. I have not watched it yet. Yeah, I'm so. curious to know your thoughts. I know that, again, that's a hot take with it being... Um, I have a distraction here. <laughs> with it being better than Mando is, is probably uh, a little rough to digest, but okay, definitely curious what you think when you do watch it. Absolutely. I'll check it out. Um, okay, so my pick of the week... I know I said I was going to wait till I beat it, but goddamn it, it's got a War Ragnarok. Everybody go out and play it. If you got, if you were lucky enough to get a PS5, go play God of War Ragnarok. We'll play 2018 God of War first. If you have not done that, it's done installing. What's that? So mine's done installing. So. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I'm interested to see your thoughts. Uh, that that's a game I never would have gifted you had you not raved about Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And then I was like, maybe he would like God of War. I, I don't know. Odyssey, What's that? I didn't play Odyssey, though. Origin. Origin, sorry. Assassin's Creed Origin. So, um, I don't know. I hope you enjoy it. Especially, uh, I mean, one of the coolest moments is like two hours into the game when you get to the superhero fight. So, if you don't enjoy that, maybe stop playing. But it's dope as fuck. So, um, yeah, I hope I hope you enjoy it. So. But uh, that'll wrap it up, gentlemen. Um, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We will be back on Monday. And then uh, we'll kind of discuss more plans about streaming game awards and how we're going to handle that and all that Six. stuff. So we'll have some more information. 6.30 Central. The voice progression of this show has gone like this. Has it really? Because I'm yeah, talking so much. You sound yeah. very hoarse now. Yeah. So wonderful awesome um so uh i'll just leave it there thank you everybody for tuning in very much appreciate it bye twitch bye bye, bye twitch